The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the newest episode of Hardly Kayfabe. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Townsend. I am joined by the magnificent Christopher Chavez. That's me. And we are not joined by Mr. Matt Johnson. He has, uh, he was involved in the Albany screw job. <laughs> I saw that. It was not a yeah. good incident. <laughs> was it? Uh, but he'll be back at some point. We, yes. uh, we, we've been assured. Oh, for sure. I think he's taking time off to reassess uh, and, you know, heal. Um, But I do feel he's going to come back 100% strong. And uh, I don't know. He might be carrying a baseball bat, maybe painting his face up. Who knows? Who knows? He might just show up at another wrestling podcast instead. (laughs) In the rafters. He'll come down from the rafters of their podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. (laughs) But thank you for joining us. Uh, We very much appreciate it. Uh, Chris, Rumble is out of the way. The Royal Rumble. Did you... Watch it. I did not. But it is on a list of things to watch because I heard it was actually an enjoyable rumble. I heard good things. I also did not watch it, but I did keep up with the results as, it, as they were going on. Yeah. Uh, so I do know the winners of both the rumbles, and I thought we could at least discuss that uh, before we get into our main topic today. Um, let's start with the women's. Uh, so it came down to Charlotte and uh, – oh, gosh, I can't believe I just blanked on who the other one was. The NXT uh, – Oh, who, who was it? I'm not sure. I, to be honest, I don't even know. Was it the uh, right hook? No. Lacey Evans? Oh, no. She's already moved no. up. She's already moved up. Um, oh, gosh. She's actually an MMA. She came from MMA World. What's her name? Well, uh, we'll just look it up real quick. Oh, um, um, Rhea Ripley? No. No. Oh, she's been uh, there a while. <laughs> Shayna Baszler? Like, yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So Shayna Baszler Dude, versus so- Charlotte. That it came down to those two. It definitely tells you I didn't watch it because I have no clue. I'm like I've been away <laughs> yeah. from the E for for a few months now, so uh, my my opinions on these are based on just uh, what I remember of them from before I went away. Right, right. Uh, I thought the more interesting win would be Baszler, but yeah. they went with Charlotte. Um, so Charlotte wins. Obviously, I think she's incredibly talented. I think she's just so good. Her issue, however, is that she's already won so much. She's had a championship so much. She's kind of having that Triple H issue where, like, if you just keep giving them high-profile wins and championships, then people just stop caring. That's the problem because she was already give, getting all that so early in her career that right. now it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's one of these things. And it almost feels like because she's had so much of it, even though she's she it's, she doesn't have like a long storied career, it feels like she's been around long enough now where she should be the one putting the younger guys over. You know what I mean? The younger talent over. So yeah, it, yeah, <clears throat> you're right. It felt like Shayna should have gotten this one. And and if you ask me, I would have booked it that way because it would have been interesting to see where she's going. I would have loved to see her go after Becky Lynch. Yeah, and I also think that um, when you start winning. I mean, it's it's kind of a two edged sword when you're winning so many championships after 
so long because I think it kind of takes away from how good you are, oddly enough, because people stop remembering how good you are, and they only get just tired of the fact that you keep winning titles. They get right. bored of it. Because uh, Charlotte is honestly very, very good. Uh, she's definitely improved from when I first remember seeing her in NXT till now. She's crazy good. But, you know, I <clears throat> I think we're all just ready for somebody different. Yeah. Um, I don't remember because I only caught bits and pieces of Raw and uh, SmackDown this week. But uh, I don't remember if Charlotte actually said who she was going after. Hmm. Uh, but I think the interesting thing would have been if she would have went after the NXT title. That that would be interesting, right? Because yeah. then it, it will continue to solidify that as a third brand and not like right. the, the redheaded stepchild of the E. Yeah, it'll, it'll really do a good job of saying, hey, this is something people want no matter what brand they're in. Exactly. Is this thing. So I would be all for that. I don't, I can't remember, but let's let's go to the men's rumble. Uh, this result I actually was very happy with. Uh, Drew McIntyre wins it. So I haven't been following. So the the last I remember, Drew, he was just kind of this annoying, you know, ogre that was kind of, you know, coming out with Bobby Lashley and Corbin yeah. over and over and just beating up on all the really short guys. So so I see now they're giving him a push. Has he, has he gone face? Uh, kind of. It's more of like the anti-hero kind of thing? Sort of. Uh, he's gotten to where he kind of plays with the crowd a little bit. Um, at least in a few things I've seen of him on Raw. Okay. Uh, he kind of plays around with the crowd. Uh, he's still kind of, I don't even know. I don't think he's full-fledged face, and he's not full-fledged heel either now. So uh, I think he's just kind of getting popular is, is what's happened. But they have been pushing him for sure. He's been getting wins like crazy, and he's not like with anybody else. He's by himself. Um, and, you know, I mean, if you just look at that guy, it, you know, like he just screams that he should be in a world title picture. So yeah, he, I mean, he's very <laughs> talented for sure. Uh, yeah. and, and super impressive. Like, you know, watching him in the ring is he's amazing. He moves around with like the agility of a smaller guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, very much. So, um, the other thing I just wanted to throw in there real quick was that Charlotte Flair has not named who her, her opponent's going to be, but a lot of the rumors are saying she is going to go after Rhea Ripley. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens. Uh, yeah. so I'm assuming that'd be that, a fun, and that'll be a fun match too that we haven't seen. Yeah. Ex- oh, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm assuming because of that, Drew didn't name who he's going after as well. He, I think he did. I think he said he's going after Brock. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? He's just going to go after yeah. him, huh? Yeah. Nice. That'd be cool because I'd like to see somebody that can actually, you know, smack Brock around. Yeah, he seems a, a, a little bit more believable to me as someone who could actually take him out. Nice. Yeah. yeah so so I'm all I, for I, it. I, I agree for this with this win a lot. I, I I do like it a lot. Yeah. Same here. Uh, and, and I and even though I didn't see any of the other matches, I did hear good things overall about the show. Like yeah. I heard it was actually overall um, a much better rumble than people were expecting i guess yeah i'm definitely going to watch it because i'm going to get the network again i want to be able to stay on top of the nxt stuff you know what i mean and and i I do want to watch yeah i'm glad you said nxt because they also had a nxt versus nxt uk kind of thing on saturday and uh i'm really mad i missed it because apparently according to all the stuff i read it was as you would imagine fantastic oh see i gotta get back on that boat man yeah so, uh, so yeah, I'm getting the network again, and I'll I'll make sure that you have access so we can stay on top of this stuff, watch the old school stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, is there anything on the uh, Psycho Sid slash CM Punk slash? I mean, I've not really seen much Andrade's. going on. <laughs> oh, oh, we can talk about that real quick. Ooh. That is something. Ooh, uh, yeah, go so, for it. 
<laughs> so Andrade, of course, who is the wrestler, I'm starting to really like. Like I liked him a lot. He's really yeah. Piqued my interest. I think he's very, very good. I, I liked him right when he was. I mean, he was on the come yeah. up from NXT, dude. I really liked that. Yeah. I, I saw the the potential and just the talent he had already, and I knew he was going to be that. He had the the potential to be that stratospheric kind of Eddie Guerrero style star. Right. Yeah. He kind of had a mixture of being hard hitting with the stuff, but also mm-hmm. he could fly around too. He, yep. he kind of had a really good hybrid of both those styles. Um. And he's also, like, knocking out of the park, he's also dating Charlotte Flair. Uh, so, uh, you know, and she's uh, beloved in WWE, it yep. seems. It's royalty. Yes, yes. So, uh, I would say things are looking up for him because he's getting a push. He's got the U.S. title. Things are going great. Until. <laughs> apparently. Hit the brakes. Uh, yeah, apparently he uh, done messed up. And uh, they he got caught uh, with something in the system that shouldn't have been there. I don't know all the details. Uh, but I'm assuming it's something uh, ster- steroid-ish is what it sounded like to me. Mm, uh, no, that's not it's good. It's a performance enhancer. Why, though? Like, wait. Yeah. How do we know it wasn't another performance enhancer? I mean, I mean. That's true. I mean. <laughs> yeah, what kind of performance are we talking about here? <laughs> so this episode of Harley K. Babe is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. That's right. <laughs> when you're dating yes. Charlotte Flair and you still need that performance enhancer. Um, cause she can go all night. Oh, long. Uh, <laughs> okay. Seriously though. Yeah. That's, that's, that's horrible, man. Like, come on. He's already got it. Like it's, it's yeah. not like he was lagging, you know, it, like he was falling apart, stepping off here. I'd like, I don't know, man. When I see that, it's kind of like, really, man, or has he always, and he just got caught. You know what I mean? That's the question too. Cause don't they, I'm assuming it's kind of a random thing there. Yeah. Because they don't want people to know when they're getting tested, obviously. Right. Uh, so I, I, man, I don't know. Uh, the timing is terrible. It's in this part. definitely terrible. Yeah. How long is he, he got out suspended? For? Is, it, is it indefinite? Uh, no, I think it's. Uh, I think this is his first one. So, okay, so it's like a month or something, or a week, I or believe, what, is it, what is it? I'm not exactly sure. I probably should have looked it up before I brought it up. But I, didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, we we here at Hardly Kayfabe do not pride ourselves on pure facts. So That's right. This is Hardly Kayfabe, so. <laughs> Yeah, pure speculation on our parts. Exactly, uh, and uh, it is. It is. But that uh, makes you wonder, though, right? Uh, like um, this past year in sports, even in the NBA, which is my favorite sport, a couple guys actually got flagged for the same issue, and that was almost kind of unheard of in the NBA. Like you didn't think you really yeah. would need that, but I mean, a couple guys got flagged for it this well, this past year or this past season. So uh, I wonder, you know, wrestling. You would think that they do a better job of kind of getting that out of there because it was such a huge thing, you know, when uh, Vince McMahon and Hogan had to go to had to go to trial for it. It was literally up. in front of the US government. They had to to, yes. to testify in front of the government as right. to uh, the fact that this was not a real sport, that it was entertainment, so it was okay if guys were being caught using this, and it wasn't the same as sports figure. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. That's when the, the the fall of kayfabe was starting. Uh, but but yeah, dude, it's what this is, is wrong can, with these people? Yeah, this is when we can use Matt uh, here because he was a wrestler not too long ago. Yeah, and he's still kind of you know he does commentary for uh, ESW still. So yep. I wonder uh, how much locker room access he he's had. Because you know you hear all these stories from uh, all the old folks, the old uh, old school wrestlers, the old like, heads, yeah, yeah, like uh, you could in the eighties like walk into 
a locker room and just see like wrestlers just jabbing needles into each other's butts or something. Yeah, and the air <laughs> was know. kind of hazy with just a white powder. <laughs> yeah, everyone's all uh, coked up, and it was just accepted like it was just a thing. So uh, I wonder, like I know it's definitely cleaned up from that. Yeah, but I wonder, you know, for real, if Andrade, who I never would have, <laughs> I, I I just assumed he just didn't do that stuff. I don't know why it's not like I know the guy, but. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was because it wasn't like he looked like he was over. You know, right. he wasn't this huge bulking guy. But it doesn't mean he's not trying to get there. Which is like, come on, dude, That's it's true. not needed. Unless he, you know, he just kind of he does know. He knows what his fa- his father in law is into, and for him, he thinks maybe for him to get over, maybe he was at Thanksgiving dinner with the the uh, the McMahons, and uh, you know, Vince was like, you know, Andrade, if you uh you bulked up a little more, we might give you the push for the big title. Right. You know what I yes. mean? And so he's like, okay, Mr. McMahon. And then he goes out in the back and starts jabbing needles into his ass. Yeah. I'm glad you did that accent because if I did it, there would be some issues. <laughs> That's uh, right. My last name's Chavez. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not kayfabe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's it's unfortunate, dude, because the guy, he's got so much talent. And, and for us, I think as fans, we all share in the belief that you don't need that, dude. You've got what right. it takes. So just do what you were doing. Um, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens, right? Because it was working, whatever he was doing. Maybe he's been doing this the whole time. Though. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> we and, don't know. And, and yeah. I got to tell you, because he suspended was the reason I did not use him at all in our topic for today. Same. I did not use him either. So uh, he's, he's out. Yes. Uh, so our topic today, I thought, well, it's officially WrestleMania season now. Yeah. yeah. So let's get into the spirit of WrestleMania. Exactly. And. Uh, we have, uh, how's the best way to put this? All right, we each booked four matches. Fantasy well, you booked book more. Man. Yeah, you booked <laughs> you booked more, but I've put a stop to that. I, I booked a WrestleMania <laughs> event, basically. Yeah. 16, 17 uh, matches. But we could literally book anybody in this. Like, they, yes. they could be from the past, present, or now. But you didn't, uh, you didn't, didn't change, matter. like, you didn't do inter, like, uh, inter-promotions, did you? You didn't do, like, AEW and WWE. Um, I don't want to give away anything. Oh, okay, because I didn't. I stayed away from that, but it's okay. We can, well, let's let's get into this. Well, I think once I, I do that one, you'll you'll kind of get what I where I'm, what I'm doing. Okay, because cool. I, I technically didn't, but you know. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, uh, we're gonna go back and forth. Uh, yes. We're gonna decide. I think another thing to make this fun too is before, like I won't. We'll each take turns. Uh, like I'll say who my first one is, and then you say how you think it. It should have been yes, booked. Yes, the then, way we did it last yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. And then right. I'll tell you how I booked it. I like okay. it. All right. I can go first. I'm going to go first. Sure. Yeah. All right. My very first one is Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh. Yeah. Versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, wow. That is fun. Yeah. I thought it'd be really fun. Two distinct styles. Uh, Randy uh, was well known to be able to work with anybody. Yes. Uh, so I think they could have put on one heck of a show, personally. Heck yeah, especially if it's Ray in his prime, like young Ray yeah. just moving around that that's ring. What, that's, yeah, that's what I was imagining. And I want to see like a moment in that ring where, I mean, it's almost like a whirlwind around Randy where he's kind of in the middle. You know when he has that kind of perplexed look and he's kind of looking all around the ring like, what the yeah. heck just happened, you know, with his hair all frizzled out and stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, dude, this is a great match. This is a very good match. This is going to be kind of like, you know what? This has the potential to be a Randy Savage, uh, Ricky Steamboat style match. Do you yeah, know what I mean? My yeah. Lord, the high-flying acrobatics of Rey Mysterio. 
you know, the technicality of Macho Man, the the brutality that he had in some of his hits and and, and shots. Yeah. And both of them are really good at selling. So. Oh yes, yeah. yes, dude. <laughs> um, but so how un- would you book it? Unfortunately, I have to put Randy over, uh, and that's only you know what, and I'm only booking from the heart because this is it's it's just you know that's 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 the old school to me. That's that's my yeah. youth, and to see him come flying off that top turnbuckle with that elbow out, oh, putting a beauty, putting, and this is after having taken a seven one six. That's the thing. He's gonna take a seven one maybe twice. By the second one, he's like he's where he's all wobbly and pulling himself yeah. up. He you doesn't know, know the area code anymore. <laughs> he's slowly <laughs> he's slowly pulling himself up to the turnbuckles. He's so worn out, and then he's got that whole here comes stretches his arms out and here comes the elbow man. He puts him away. Yeah. So unfortunately for you, I booked for comedy. <laughs> uh, so in this match, uh, Macho Man comes out, of course, uh, and he looks fantastic. He always looked fantastic for these big matches. But Rey Mysterio comes out dressed as Spider Man, uh, kind of recreating <laughs> oh, a little scene it. from Spider Man. We're 1. doing it. Yeah. What was he? Buzzsaw. Uh, what was his name? Buzzsaw. Yeah, that's what Macho went by. It was Buzzsaw. Uh, However, uh, I'm giving the win to Ray, but it's only because he gets kind of uh, underhanded here. He tricks Macho Man into snapping into a chloroform-laced Slim Jim, and Macho Man falls asleep right there for the easy pin. Ray, uh, Ray, Mis- Ray Spider-Man Mysterio gets the win. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, who you got? All right, let's see. I'm going to go through all 16 here and pick one out. <laughs> So I'm going to tell you right now the theme to mine was a lot of uh, my favorite wrestlers from um, what I consider the golden age. The golden age being like the Hulkamania years, the Macho Man years, the uh, Roddy Piper years, uh, into the Attitude Era uh, versus the people, the, most of the wrestlers that are that are big today uh, in, in all three promotions, in Raw, uh, SmackDown, and NXT. Okay. So – the first match we're going to go for, this is this one. I'm not even going to say it. This is for me. This is going to be fun. I want to see this. I think this would be amazing. Big Van Vader versus Keith Lee. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well you got two big guys who can really move around. Yes. Oh, man. I'm trying to think who, like, in my in my soul and in my heart, I think Keith Lee wins. Because I'm such a Keith Lee nerd, I I love that guy. Uh, I if I'm booking this, Keith Lee is going to get the win, but he's going to have the absolute crap knocked out of him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because that's kind of how Vader worked anyway. If you ask anybody, oh yeah. Uh, so um, I'm going to give the win to Lee, but I think it's close. It's going to go back and forth, and they're going to just slug the crap out of each other. That, um, that is exactly how I booked it. The idea behind this was this was the – so the idea behind this is these were all going to be kind of like the old schoolers and new schoolers. Uh, and this was it. This was the two big men, these guys that could, like you said, move around and own the yeah. ring. Uh, they're in the air and they're on the ground. I mean – and both of them are hard-hitting guys. Um and you're right. It's a slobber knocker, man. Jim Ross is going to have a great time losing his shit on this match. And – uh you know, after taking a few forearms and even a, a Vader bomb, Keith Lee still comes out on top. I put him over as well. Nice, nice. I like it. All right, my next one is Roddy Piper. I had, to, I had to have a Roddy Piper match uh, versus Cody Rhodes. Oh wow! Okay, Stardust. 
Yes. So you see what I'm saying by <laughs> the yes, he's, yes, he, yes, yeah, he was kind of both. But we want him uh, as Cody Rhodes, right? Yes. Nice, Cody. Uh, there. Well, either one, honestly, if you want to go Stardust, yeah. because my inspiration for this, there's an there there was a pay per view, in which Roddy Piper wrestled his brother. Yes. And and it was a high speed chase that involved a white Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> and everything, and one tried to run over the other. Uh, there was attempted, there was attempted uh, uh, murder. <laughs> so this is the avenging the brother thing. Yeah. Oh, so that, wow. this, of course, will have a high speed chase, and there will be a white Bronco involved. But it ends at an AEW event. Yeah. And Cody wins uh, when he offers Roddy a job. That's amazing. <laughs> um, How would you book it? I would have had Cody winning also, but the way I see this for me, because I'm looking at these guys as. They weren't the typical wrestlers, right? These guys are both more more kind of hard-hitting. You know, like like uh, Cody's got some moves, and he's got some good wrestling background, obviously. But there's still that part of him that's about scrapping and, and kind of fighting it out. And that's what I see between Roddy and, and, and Cody is this kind of scrapping – you know, uh, knuckle biting or, or knuckles yeah. and fists. And, and, and that's the kind of fight I see happening here. Um, I see easily, easily they're both getting juice, but at the end of the day, oh, yes. Cody's got this Cody, Cody stands triumphant and it's a clean win. And it's a, a three where they're both in the middle of the ring, completely worn out. Like he can be, he's there, but he's on his back. He wins and just rolls over in his back and both lay there just trying to catch their breath. Yeah, and also think like there'd be one heck of a story told in the ring. Here, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have to have like the cameo. We have to have Dustin come out, right? Oh yes, and distract Roddy, and that's how how Cody gets over. Maybe. Yeah, I like that idea. <clears throat> there you go. All right, let's see. Um, oh, this will be fun. Uh, this one is you're gonna see how I, how why I'm booking these this way because these are just matches like serious fantasy booking. Um, next match. Owen Hart versus Cesaro. Oh, ooh, I want to see this already. <laughs> right? Oh man, what a fun match that would be. You're right. Oh my gosh, I don't even I don't even care who wins. Right? This, like I like them both so much. Like I'm gonna be. Uh, I wouldn't even know who to who to root for here. So this one's uh, this is one of the dusty finishes uh, in which there's no winner. It ends up becoming yeah. a, d- a double DQ outside of the ring because, I mean, we watch this wizardry of technical wrestling and hard-hitting wrestling and some high-flying stuff. Uh, we see a lot of story in and out of the ring, back and forth, but it gets to a point where uh, they each kind of get where they can't, you know, one can't overcome the other, and they're really going at each other on outside of the ring to try to, to beat the shit out of each other. And this is a no-holds-barred. Well, no, that, that makes it a no DQ, right? But can you get counted out on a no holds barred? What is WWE booking this? <laughs> so yes, there you go, WWE <laughs> yeah. booking. So uh, it makes it it makes sense because it's WWE. They're outside of the I ring. Mean, where WWE could get disqualified in a hell in a cell. Yeah. So <laughs> they're outside of the ring where they can they they they're kind of using certain objects, not blatantly, but uh, enough to to beat each other to a pulp. But they can't get themselves back into the ring. But I mean, the first forty five minutes of the match is amazing. All technical, all phenomenal ring work, and uh, yeah, they both get double disqualified. Nobody comes o- uh, comes out on top on this one, at least not the way I booked it. I want it to be something where we all walk away going, <laughs> "I'm glad we didn't have a winner because that means there's going to yeah. be a rematch." I kind of think this one, if I was booking it, this would be one of the one times I would say, "Hey, this match has a time limit." I'd make sure I'd point oh, that out. Oh, there you go. 
and the time runs out before mm-hmm. anyone can get a pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That or a two out of three with a time limit. Yeah. So you give way. them each a pin, and then the, the third pin never happens because the uh, time runs out, and then it, it sets you up for the next the, the the follow up at the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So for my next one, I'm this kind of in your wheelhouse here. I got a. Well, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say this one guy's really new. He's been around for a while, but he's still around. I got the Miz Ooh. versus Mankind. Oh, this is fun, dude. Especially with the talker that Miz is, yes. man. Yes. Oh, I think the promos God. for these two would be incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and if we get old school, like, Boiler Room Mankind, where he's yes. really creepy and throwing out maybe references to, to you know, the darkness that might envelop the Miz's family, you know what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah, uh, very much so. I I went. I was trying to think who I would want to be the heel in this match because heel Miz is the best Miz. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, Heel Mankind was also the, the best <laughs> promos. But I but uh, Mick Foley could also do a good promo no matter what. So yeah, uh, man, I I'm all for this one. I was honestly trying to think who would be who would have like what's the segment I could love the build up to the match just oh, as much as the man. match. And this would be it for sure for these two guys going back and forth. Would it be a gimmick match or a straight match? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, It'd have to be a gimmick match. We'd have to make it a Hell in a Cell match. I mean, it just feels like anytime Mankind's yeah. around anymore, you want to... And I don't mean it's got to go crazy, but it's just it's got to maybe be a Hell in a Cell where, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a fun time. Man, all my matches, in my mind, I want them to go hard-hitting and bloody anymore. <laughs> yeah, you've been <laughs> watching be too much a, UFC. It's going to be a, a uh, night full of blood. So I booked this with uh, Mankind going over. Nice. He wins when the Miz uh, he gets a text saying that he's wanted on the set. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can't finish this. Sorry, yeah, I gotta go. To my, I got. I wanted on the set. I gotta go. And then he just gets so, counted out because yeah, he yeah, left. Counted out. Mankind wins by count out. <laughs> and it will it. be on the cell because that's the best way to do it. <laughs> I love it. I agree that I like that a lot. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, what's your last one? All right, or your here. next one. I should say. Oh uh, yeah, my third one here. Man, what am I gonna pick? All right, so you, I had one with mankind, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that as my honorable mention. Tell me uh, what it was just real quick. Just really? Know. All right. Ni- yeah. 90s Mankind versus The Fiend. Well, yeah, that's a given. Yeah. yeah I just fun. wanted to see those two go yeah. at it. All right. Uh, Eddie Guerrero versus AJ Styles. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. That's a- <laughs> Dude, this is fantasy that's- booking, man. I- it's amazing. Gosh, I would love that. Man. Again, oh, this is man. just a this is a whirlwind, right? This is a match where it's it's all about every person in the room completely salivating and losing their breath in so many different moments. Yeah, yeah I th- this is your second match in a row in which I'm trying to decide who I want to win, and it's more so who I don't want to lose, and I don't want either one of these guys to lose. Yeah. Oh man, that's tough. Oh what a oh man, that's that's what makes. Some of this stuff more like it's amazing, but also tragic at the same time. Yeah, because we'll just never get it. But exactly. man, uh, gosh, that's so good. <laughs> I just imagine, right? Imagine the yeah. even because again, AJ though we see a lot of um of the kind of New Japan hard hitting stuff coming from him, the hearts that you know the heavy hitting stuff. Uh, we also see a lot of acrobatics. It was the same with Guerrero, but they both 
have amazing technical abilities that we yes. would see that kind of interchange, that back and forth where they each try to grab a hold or, or get each other in a lock and they keep just, you know, countering each other one after another, after another, after another, where they both just kind of are face to face at a standstill. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, just real quick, I did have like, I didn't book it or anything, but another match that I had in mind was uh, Eddie Guerrero match taking on uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, that would have been nice yeah. too. Masters, uh, let's see who's uh, Frog, uh, frog Splash wins. There you, oh. <laughs> the true owner of the Frog Splash. Uh, yeah. yeah. But for this one, I saw it as being such a great match. Um, and yeah, how do you how do you book that? And one? we see them both as I mean as heels too. So maybe AJ's dropping down and trying to do the crotch shot at some yes. point. Uh, and I want Eddie to do the whole thing where the ref's not looking and he, you, he smacks AJ with the, ta- the the chair and then lays down. Remember? Or he throws the chair and then lays down. Uh, or he smacks. He, he would smack the mat with That's the chair, so it makes the, the noise. Yeah. Yes, and, and the, yes, the ref he has turns to do around that. Like what the? You know that all that whole thing happens. Uh, but at the end, at the end for me, it's Guerrero that goes over, man. And it's only because again, I'm I'm voting from the heart. Yeah, I would do the same. And even though I like AJ a lot, I would yeah, I would do the same. Um. All right. So my last one is uh. All right. So this one, I was like, well, who are two guys that I just want to see wrestle? You know, I just want to see these two go at it. Like I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't fathom. Like I kind of took when I was a teenager first into wrestling with who I am now. Yeah, there you go. To to, to make this, so I got uh, one of my favorite wrestlers when I was younger, Billy Kidman. Ooh, nice. Uh, taking on Johnny Gargano. Oh wow, nice. Because both these guys are <laughs> really good wrestlers. They can both fly high too at the mm-hmm. same time. Man, I th- and and they both are really good at um, reversals in wrestling, and they're so. both extremely charismatic. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, wow, with the wrestling style, especially. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that this is a fantasy match for me for sure. These are two guys I really like. For sure, for sure, man. I would love to see this as well. Um, for me, I think I would be putting Gargano over just because I could see Kidman. I mean, it's going to be amazing regardless, right? But it, I don't know. I just I want to see Gargano go over the old schooler, put the older guy, the new guy over. But what a match, you, man! What a yeah. Match. I was I was really torn on this one, but ultimately, what I thought was um, there's <laughs> one of my favorite sayings, and it's kind of true in uh, in wrestling, especially when Kimmon was uh, in his prime, was that you can't power bomb him. He would almost always reverse a power bomb anytime somebody tried to power bomb him. <laughs> it never failed. In fact. <laughs> On the uh, w- on the very famous WCW NWO uh, Revenge for the Nintendo sixty four, yeah, that was one of his specials. Was, oh, nice! Uh, he was getting powerbombed and he would reverse it. Nice. So I think Gargano's going to go for a powerbomb. It's going to get reversed, <laughs> and Kimmy thinks he's going to get the win. But then that's when Gargano turns into his Gargano lock. So oh, nice. I'm going with Gargano go- going over, but it's going to be close. I like that. I like that. I'd like to see a couple of times where he attempts the power bomb and it always gets reversed. Like he never lands one on yeah. Kidman. Oh yeah, it's gonna be more than once. Yeah, <laughs> yes. he tries over and over, man. He's pulling yeah. mats away from the floor. You know, and he's doing everything. He's getting very he can, frustrated. It never works yeah. exactly. But he still goes over by just putting him in. You a just lock. hear him say, "Why can't I power bomb this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You'll he's sitting on the side of the mat, just all frustrated, pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> and then after he gets he gets the lock, he's doing the pat on the back thing. Oh, that's great. And I'm just envisioning, you know, Mauro just talking about how you can't, you just can't power bomb him. <laughs> He's anti power bombable. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a word, right? 
Yeah, I like it. All right, let's see. Out of the last of the other 35 I have here, which am I going to pick for my my final one? All right, you ready for this one? Oh, God, these I have so many good ones on here. It's hard to pick one for my last. I'm going to go – are you ready for this? I'm going to go for yes. a tag team match. Oh, oh, good. We haven't had one, so that's good. Here we go. Arn and Tully. I'm on board already. Versus the Revival. This is uh, this fun. match writes itself, right? <laughs> Basically, right? Just yeah. You don't have to say a word. Every single person listening to this hears that, and it, it just happens in their brain. They watch the match unfold. Yeah, this is a must see. My God, uh, for me, I mean, uh, I mean, even to the fact where the revival have been very upfront and saying that they're, uh, you know, they 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 were definitely inspired by Arn and Tully, and that's how this is going to start yeah. out. There's a lot of respect, but. Uh, Oh, yeah, because yeah. it goes both ways. Because Arn's even said that he would put them in a new, uh, uh, you know, four horsemen yeah. easily. Yeah, easily. So, yeah. Uh, so that's oh, how man. the match starts with a lot of respect, and they each respect each other's moves. But there's going to get a point where the new younger guys are kind of like, "All right, look, I mean, we we looked up to you guys, but just trust us, we're better than you." Type of a thing, you know what I mean? And that's right. where it's going to go new down. And yes, yeah. now it's going to go down. That's when the hard hitting starts. That's when the spine busters come out. Yeah, I better get a Degum spine buster. There's, oh, you're getting multiple. Good. It's going to be, you know what? It's it's going to be ridiculous. We're we're going to literally replace uh, super kicks in 2020 with the spine buster. This is going to be a spine buster party. That's a good uh, subject for another sh- show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget that. But yeah, can you imagine, dude, this being a spine buster party? Like Arn's just dropping spine busters <laughs> on a bunch. Everybody's coming yeah. out from the behind, the you know, in the back trying to, trying to uh, attack him. And he's just one after another. I'm watching it. Golly. That's for sure. Yeah. Nobody does it better. So who do you put over, though? You put the the new kids over? or? or uh, oh, man. See, this is where it's tough for me. Because my heart and soul <laughs> is always Arn Anderson. Yes. Always. But I also think he is such. You and I are on he, the same page. Yeah, he loves wrestling so much that he would want to put the younger yes. guys over. Yes, exactly. That's how it gets booked because Arn's going to yeah. refuse to, to to take the win. He's going to want to put the kids over. I'm. I think honestly, there's going to be so much respect in this match that neither team's going to want to going to want to win. <laughs> so that make sound. That's amazing. But yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, the uh, the revival get the the win on this one. Yeah, I think so. I think it's how it would ultimately end up. And it's probably the way it should be. Dude, I have so many other ones on here that I can't wait to get. We, I mean, this is one of our favorite things. We talk about this all yes. the time. One of the most favorite <laughs> things for pro wrestling fans is fantasy booking. Um, so I've got a lot of ammo for the next few episodes for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, well, uh, you got anything else to add today? I'm all out. I'm tapping out. Oh, I'm tapping out as well. So, um yeah, thanks so much for listening to Hardly Kayfabe, guys. Listen, if you have not yet, make sure you go and support Empire State Wrestling if you're in the western New York area, ESW. Check them out. Check out their Facebook page, their social media, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, man, yeah, you, show- told me, uh, you told me of a match they're going to have or a certain wrestler is going to be appearing there soon, and I was like, I'm very jealous. Oh, heck yeah, dude. It's next month or the month after. I can't remember, and I'll, I'll be make sure we'll have that information on the next episode. But we've got Orange Cassidy coming out to make his debut with Freshly ESW. Freshly squeezed, man. 
Yes, first sir. squeezed. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm totally looking. Danhausen was just at the at, at the, our oh, January yeah. show, which was awesome. The dude was a nice guy. So here's a what cool, a great picture. You what a great picture you got too. Yeah, here's a cool little thing. So we were talking about how we're the you know the sponsor for ESW. We get a table at these shows, and so my table is next to the merch table with the with the wrestlers. So literally to my very left was RJ City. You know who RJ City is? Yes. He was yes. right to my left, and next to him was Danhausen. So for a while, Danhausen was just kind of there by himself. And, and I was helping him with taking pictures with him and fans and just kind of talking to him. He's a really cool dude, uh, you know. And uh, But, man, what, what what talent. He's got some fun stuff in the ring. I don't know if you've ever seen his stuff, uh, but check it out on YouTube, man. Dan Housen is really awesome. ESW, make sure you support them. Come see us at the uh, at the events, Hardly Kayfabe table. Uh, but I'm done talking, man. I'm out of here. Uh, if you're done, we're going to take it home. Oh,